Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. It's time for the Money Night Podcast with certified financial planner, Wade Chessman. Welcome into the Money Night Podcast. I'm your host, Wade Chessman, President and Wealth Advisor at Chessman Wealth Strategies. Today, we have another episode of our Business Owners Podcast. So no Ben George, just me today, but I do have a special guest. It's Wes McDaniel, founder and chief executive officer of Ideal Impact. So Wes, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Wade. Now, I've known Wes quite a while now, and I'll let him give a little bit of about his background, but he started, and if I can get this right, Wes, in the energy efficiency business back in 1979. So you've been doing this a while, is that correct? <laughs> yes, okay. I started in it then and started four organizations since then, all have done well and uh, it's uh, it's been great. Well, tell us a little bit about, so Ideal Impact, tell us a little bit about your business, who do you serve, how do you serve them? And then we'll get into kind of what led you to get there. Okay, well, what we do is, our, our goal is, was originally creating a billion dollars for Christian ministry. And awesome. we do that by going into churches or other Christian ministries and doing a free energy audit. And if they want to do a project, we pay for it. If, if one makes sense, essentially, we're setting up a lot of little virtual endowments, you know, where we pay for the project, they pay us back out of energy savings. And, and then it continues to pay them money year after year after year after year. Right. Like, for instance, what we did at like First Baptist Arlington would put $4 million back in their ministry over the next 15 years. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I've, you know, I know, some, I know I have some background with the company and I know that I'm always surprised to hear that, you know, well, I thought this place would be buttoned up, but it's amazing what you can find to save on energy, right? Yes. And so you serve, it sounds like you serve Christian ministries, but don't, do you have other segments that you serve as well? Yes. Yeah, so we started with Christian ministries about six years ago. We really felt led to go into schools also. So at this stage, we're working with 149 school districts across Texas with the same type of projects where we go in and, you know, pay for improvements and like I say, get paid back out of savings and, and they get a return. So the, the net for the projects we've done with public schools in Texas will put $500 million back into the school districts. That's amazing. They need it too. Yep. Let's talk. I'd like to learn, and we've talked about this before, but um, remind me what led you to start Ideal Impact? I know your mission is to help Christian ministries a billion dollars, but you know, why Ideal Impact? What did you see out there? What inspired you to do it? Well, really, my last startup had grown to 50 offices across six countries, and we sold a bigger company. We sold that to a bigger company, so we were part of a $30 billion company at that stage. And and really, in January 2009, and it's about a six-month journey, but I really felt like God was calling me to resign my job and, you know, and step out and give back. And I told my wife that, and she's January 2009, of course, first thing she reminded me was we're in a recession yep. and they pay you a lot of money and won't just stay there until you retire. Then she said, have you prayed about it? Have you sought wise counsel? And she knew those answers. And it took me two hours the next morning to convince the president of the company I really was resigning. 
But that's where it came from with a focus on that creating a billion dollars for Christian ministry. And at this stage we have, we're working with over 700 ministries across Texas. Oh, wow. We continue to expand that all the time. And so then what was the impetus then for moving into the school districts? You know, really, I guess I do a lot of prison ministry, a lot of youth prison ministry and, and I led an undercover team helping rescue sex trafficking slaves in Dallas-Fort Worth area, minors that were. Hmm. And I was leaving one of those at one stage. And I was just crying out to God. And, and I said, what can be done about this? And, and it's, there's a few times in life it's just like it feels like God's just clearly, really clearly speaking to you. And he said, you got to show them a new way of life. And he meant more than just Christianity. He meant they've got to have a way to make a living. They've got to have a way to change their life. And and that, along with some other things, really made me feel led to go into schools, too. Because if we, every dollar we put back into school districts makes a difference in kids' lives. And at this stage, with a half a million dollars so far, and that number rising rapidly, that's a lot of kids. Right. It's a way to impact them through the work, the giftedness that you have, that you've been given. Now, I know that hasn't all been rosy, right? Right. Since January 2009. And I know there's been challenges. Um, t- tell me a little bit, tell me about some of the challenges that maybe some of the worst, I don't say worst, but some of the bigger challenges that you've had. You know, the, your- the, big, the biggest one we really hit was in August of 2017, we'd been growing well and and we got hit by Hurricane Harvey. And we'd been really focused the few years before that to expanding our area around the Houston market. And so, and Harvey, of course, was the biggest natural economic disaster to ever hit Texas. And it covered 20,000 square miles, roughly. And the net effect of that between right down, we had to do on projects that were damaged and uh, sales lost and stuff. It was over a $10 million impact to our business. Yeah. And when you were at the stage, we were a little over a $10 million a year business. A $10 million impact is huge. Yeah. And, you know, so that was, that was by far the biggest. Yeah. And so what did you do or, you know, what was your inclination at that time? I mean, you could have just well, kind of given up. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been one thing we could have done. We could have given up. We, we developed a lot of new technologies and we could have sold those you know, sold the company basically, but we really felt like, you know, we really felt like God was leading us to stay in it and knowing that was going to be hard. And it was, it was harder than we thought as most things normally are. But one of the things we did is, you know, we went to the employees and we hit all the employee groups and actually went to the managers and had each one of them talk to their groups and say, okay, we really have two directions here. We can either massively cut costs because a $10 million hit to a $10 million business is pretty bad. Yeah, pretty bad. Or we could consider the concept of any employees that can uh, defer payroll for a while. So not actually laying by off, but the ones that can, if they can defer it for two days, two days. If they can't defer it all, they don't defer it all. If they can defer it for longer, and we said, you know, anytime you need to be paid, we'll make sure and get it. But uh, and 
And like I said, I talked to the managers, but I didn't talk to the employee groups because I didn't want to put pressure on them myself. But every group unanimously said, let's go through and let's defer payroll and let's wow. make this work. To get everybody on board. And everybody got on board. And, you know, like I said, some people couldn't defer it at all. Some people could for a few days. Some people could for longer. A few people told us, hey, I can defer it as long as you need me to. But it's, uh, and I think it really fits the Acts 1 model. But it is radical. You know, if you've read David Plank's book, Radical, mm-hmm. it fits that really well. It's people saying, okay, you know, God has put me in a position where I can take a hit longer than others. And the people that can't, and it, and it also, we've always been really transparent with our employees as a company and, and between each other, because God gave us all certain strengths and weaknesses and it, it's okay. God made us the way he wanted us. And so the ability of employees to say, look, I just can't, I can't miss any, I've got to be on time all the time. We say, that's okay. And others would say, okay, I can miss for a little bit. And, but right. I'll let you know, and I always told them, let us know if you get to where you need to be paid, because we want to pay you. Yeah, you know? and but we want to so, keep the business going, too. Yeah, we want to keep it going, and, and it was an amazing reaction. And it's a story that I've never heard before. No, I haven't. I have definitely not heard that. Yeah, so speaks, that was... I think that speaks volumes for the your team. It does. It, you know, I think God brought all the people here, and we just have an amazing team of people. That's that, great that feel like we're really making a difference. And so where do you see the future of the business going? Really licensing. We've developed over 260 unique technologies, some of which we've patented that radically change the energy conservation industry. Uh, We've got technologies that nobody else have. And I was sitting down a couple of years ago, roughly, and talking to one of the top technology people in the world in this business. And, and, at the time, he was telling me, he said, Wes, he said, it's great what y'all are doing. He said, I don't want to change the impact y'all are making on ministries and schools. But he said, you've got technologies the world needs and the U.S. needs. And uh, he said, you really need to come up with a way to expand that. And so we talked with our board. We've got a really strong board. And one of them said, well, the best really intellectual property attorney, one of the best in the United States. And they gave me the name of Peter Vogel. And so we contacted him and built the intellectual property protections and just started rolling out licensing about a year ago. And it was a little trickier with COVID times going on. Yeah. But at this stage, we have several states licensed right now. We'll probably have eight to 10 more within the next 30 days. Wow. Um, so when they, uh, when they get that license, what does that mean? What that means is they can use our technologies in a, exclusive use for their geographic region and they pay us each time they use the technology. So like a royalty almost like a royalty. Yes. So essentially you look, and then there's a software as a service component too. So, you know, if you essentially look at it, probably four years, five years out, the majority of our our revenue will come from licensing. Okay. Now we talked about kind of the the worst moment. Tell me about some of the best moments that you've had while building the business. Cause I know it's been a journey cause I've been there pretty much from day one. Right. Yes. Yeah. The best moments has just been just watching God manage through the tough times. Yeah. You know, just again and again, as, as things were bleak and, you know, through those, those battle times, him coming into play and, and, 
you know, and just amazing things happening. Another thing was watching God as we had needs, like as we started rolling out licensing, I started praying for somebody to really lead that side. And a few days after I started praying, I got contacted by a guy who was a vice president of a, you know, about a $40, $50 billion company that had rolled out licensing and other things. And he he texted me, he said, there's any chance of eating lunch? I want to get some advice from you. I said, sure. And we ended up eating the next day and I was actually in town and he was too. And so he said, I'd really like to go, go ahead and retire early from my job and go make a difference in, in the world and ministry and stuff. And I, he said, I just wanted to know, how do you think my skills would fit with this? And I said, well, it's kind of funny you bring that up because I've been praying for somebody that looks just like you for a few days. And then you text me and have this lunch. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and he ended up coming and, you know, then, uh, but it's, but we've seen that again and again and again, where we're praying for somebody that looks like this, whatever this is. And then within a few days, we're contacted. We were a few years back, 10 years back, actually, early stages. We were praying for a guy that had a mechanical license, a guy that had started with us and gone on to do other things. And we're praying for it. And I get this email from a guy in California. I'm like, man, we don't want any guy. And, and he just said, hey, I'd like to talk to you about coming to work here. And I said, you know, he's in California. We're in Texas. And then he persisted. And he said, actually, a friend of mine, Chuck Swindoll, told me about your company. And he really? said, I'm moving to Texas. My wife's going to be part of his ministry. And he said, I've got a mechanical license. And I'd really like to find a ministry I could be involved with. Wow, that's amazing. And, and I said, okay, God. And I've never met Chuck Swindoll at that time. We'd never done anything with his church. Uh, and Chuck Swindoll said, you need to call Ideal Impact. And well, How did Chuck know about it? He saw an article about us in something. Oh, wow. You know, wow. It, it's kind of amazing, but there's, I could tell you 50 stories like that, that clearly there's, there's no other way to say it than God sent people. Hmm. Amazing. And, you know, that, you know, so anyway, just person after person after person. That's so that, those are some of the best times. Just like I said, we've seen God come in and, and do amazing things. And, and people, I, I hear people say, well, I've never really seen a miracle. It's like, man, I've seen a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> Pray and believe and open your eyes and watch. <laughs> That's, right. That's great. Now, you know, I've, gotten a lot of advice from you because I just love the way you manage people and things like that. What advice would you give to business owners? You I mean, know, I know you have lots, but maybe one or two that are your favorite. Right. Kind of in a short one. One is really seek and value good mentors, you know, for and yourself, mentors, you mean? Huh? for you or for your employees. For the, for the business owner. Oh yeah. So yeah for yeah, the yeah. business owner, I've had like three great mentors you know, in the last 30 years, it made a huge difference in my life. And, and then a really strong board here too, but seek great mentors and develop those relationships and listen to them and be transparent with them. Tell them, Hey, here's what's going on and listen to them and make changes. And so that would be one big thing. Like okay. I said, it's good. And then, then on also study, you know, Find out what are really good books to read about business and management and read them and, and actually apply them. Don't just read them for, to say you, to check the box, read them to think about what can I apply to make a difference here. 
Yeah, because you've I know you've recommended books in the past. What's one that's had a big impact on you? I'll tell you three or four real quick because they're all kind of, you know, but I'll go quick here. One of them is the Bible. There's so many good business verses in the Bible just mm-hmm. again and again and again about how to lead people, how to love people, how to promote people, how to make decisions, how to hire you know, the Bible talks about hiring badly is like shooting random arrows through a crowd. And many mm-hmm. companies do that well, <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> you know, so, but that's one. Another one that's really good, you know, of course, good to great. Everybody knows that one. Yeah. That's a great book. And I got to spend some time with one of their authors um, a day in France a few years ago. You know, I mean, those are some really good ones. You know, another really good one is, the seven checkpoints. The seven checkpoints. Seven oh, really? checkpoints okay. by Andy yeah. Stanley. I have another and, one of his books that I got here the other day, but I don't think it was that one. It this is a phenomenal read, and it's really it's an easy read. It's a quick read and a good read. Uh, but it will if you read it and think about how it fits your business, you'll transform your business. Really, the seven checkpoints. Yep. Wow. Okay, I'll check that out. That's awesome. You know, if you, when you think back, what advice would you give to, if you could, you know, talk to Wes 20 years ago, what advice would you give yourself? You know, another book that's a, that's a really good one. And, and the guy that wrote it was one of my mentors, but a book called Unhandcuffing God. And, and he wrote it after 20 years. It wasn't available back at that stage, but it's one I would tell every business owner, every Christian, every person to read, you know, because it it will impact your business, your personal life, everything around it. It's by Howard Caver, C-A-V-E-R, and it's called Unhandcuffing God. And it's a phenomenal man. You know, he's gone on to heaven at this stage, but a phenomenal man and a phenomenal book. And you'll get some great lessons out of it. It's something I wish I'd read 40 years ago. Of course, like I said, it wasn't written back then. Right. But, but, it's, but, it, if, but that seeking out that more of that type of advice and biblical wisdom is something that sounds like we all could say we wish we did more of, right? Absolutely. But it seems like you've definitely tried to do that throughout your career. Obviously, this whole thing is great. Well, Wes, I really appreciate the time. I think people will really be inspired about hearing about the story of, of you and Ideal Impact. And I know it's not just you, you got a whole team behind you, but I've always, you know, appreciated you and what you're doing. So appreciate you being part of the podcast. Now, if someone was interested in learning more about Ideal Impact, how would they go about doing so? Say I'm well, a one, school district or I'm a church or a ministry. One, they could just email me would be an easy way and I could get them to the right people. But my email address is Wes M. W-E-S-M at idealimpactinc.com. Okay. And what's the website? The website's uh, idealimpactinc.com. Perfect. Great. And so if anybody out there has any questions, you know, reach out because, um, you know, it could be a benefit to your own organization. So again, I'm always glad to eat lunch with anybody too that just wants to, you know, get some thoughts or advice or whatever. Yeah. And I've taken you up on that a number of times myself. So, yes. All right. Well, so thanks again. Thanks for being part of the Money Night podcast. Uh, Feel free, you know, check us out. We've got all kinds of other episodes up. You can find them on my website, chessmanwealth.com. 
You can find them on all the other, you know, Stitcher and Apple and all the other places you find web uh, podcasts. Uh, make sure you go look at it, review us, and we'll check you next time. And for Wade Chessman, thank you so much. Thank you. The opinions voiced in Money Night with Wade Chessman are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial or tax advisor prior to investing. Guests on Monday night are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor.